it's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. Who the hell leaving all these used bottles around? <laughs> Stupid. A.k.a. Mr. Cooler Side of the Pillow, a.k.a. The 270 times social distance champion, a.k.a. Somebody left the stove on. <laughs> AKA the Nicola Master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights. Uh, episode 92, to be exact. Uh, today's date is February 18th, 2021. Um. In terms of the world, well, do I, I don't, I mean, I could keep telling you the same thing because that's, that's what it is. Uh, I mean, depending on where you're at right now, uh, considerably worse, even, uh, at least specifically in Houston, I guess there was a whole uh, incident in terms of um, power outage due to the uh, winter storms going on out there. Uh, I guess Texas wasn't prepared for this kind of weather. I mean, cause I'm, I'm at least personally, I'm from Michigan. So, I mean, I'm used to that cold life, you know, I'm used to being that, uh, being an igloo I'm used to, uh, you know, making, um, <laughs> I'm trying. uh, it's what I'm thinking about is funny, but what, what is, uh, I forgot what they did in Alaska or, or I'm, I'm probably misremembering more than likely, but making some, uh, blubber sandwiches. Let's say making me some blubber sandwiches. I know that much, uh, you know, got some, uh, Siberian Huskies that, uh, you know, we'd, uh, sled around if we had to go to the store, you know? So, I mean, I'm, I was prepared for it, you know? I guess Michigan as a state uh, overall has been prepared for it. So <laughs> with that being said, uh, at least in a more semi-serious note is that uh, pretty much every, the whole, literally the whole state of Houston has been without power for like what the past three days. I think earlier today they did get started getting power. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming some, some places may possibly still be out, but pretty, pretty messed up and all because of the fact that, uh, at least, you know, in terms of an engineering standpoint and like, uh, you know, pr protocols for if weather got severe as it did, nothing, they had no, no precautions that, oh, it's never going to snow in Houston. Well, that climate change is a bitch. Just saying. So thoughts and prayers going out to all the people that, um, Man, or dealing with that, that's for sure. Um, Cause that's, it's one thing to not have power, but then also to not have power and, and, um, you know, it'd be ridiculously cold seeing stuff on Twitter and various news places of with like, you know, freaking toilet water is frozen. Uh, places inside the house is frozen in terms of like, you know, the ceiling fans and whatnot, 
It's it's crazy. Faucets literally frozen in terms of the water coming out. And then uh, a lot of stories about people's pipes breaking or I think more than likely is going to break if after everything thaws over. So it's all bad. I definitely <laughs> personally, personally felt it at work because uh, at least where I do work, um, our company is is they have a headquarters in um, Houston and uh, that holds a lot of our like key staff and employees and stuff. So pretty much when that went out, <laughs> it's funny. I make this funny um, <laughs> correlation that just came to my head. It's like the snap happened. We're pretty much, <laughs> pretty much uh, literally almost half of everybody uh, from the company just, just, just vanished. And now, now we're left with trying to do, do our best with what remains. And then, then the blip probably comes back and everybody comes back again. So, uh, it's funny, but not funny at the same time, of course. So, uh, we got it handled though. We, 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 we look out for ours, you know? Um, so yeah, other outside of the other worldly stuff, uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh died. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, also what else? Oh yeah. Speaking of that situation, what freaking Ted Cruz just, you know, ah oh, man, it's getting, uh, man, Houston is getting crazy out here. Let me go ahead and, uh, let me go ahead and go to Cancun real quick. I ain't, I ain't built for this. <laughs> just leaving it. <laughs> That's real messed up. And I think he what he tried to spin it and say he tried to spin it and say and cl- say and and claim that uh oh oh man ah oh, my daughters they wanted to um oh man my daughters they wanted to uh you know have fun so we we all went to Cancun right we went to Cancun and you know we just gonna celebrate there so yeah. Yeah, that's what we gonna do. <sighs> you can't write. You can't make stuff like that up, man. You really can't. You really can't. <sighs> but I digress. In the gaming realm, though, it was some stuff popped off for better and worse. Mostly worse, at least this week. But we will get into that very shortly. Um, yeah. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion. Nintendo Direct. So uh, in the typical, typical Nintendo fashion. Um, Nintendo, you know, the day before, day before they was like, Hey, you know, uh, we got, we got a reveal coming. Uh, we got our Nintendo direct be ready. Everybody like, Oh, Oh shit. Let me get, <laughs> Oh, Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Oh shit. 
God, it's so dumb. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, like you were doing something really important. Oh, oh shit. Ah, but I digress. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Nintendo Direct is like 50 minutes. Um, oh, that is that That shouldn't be killing me, but it is. Nintendo Direct. Uh, started off, um, started off 50 minutes, um, and they, they, uh, popped it off with, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, at least what it looked like as somebody who's never played the, the, that series in general, at least it seemed like it was a trailer, uh, maybe for some DLC or something like that. Uh, then further into it, it was like, oh, we're missing Pyra. Where is Pyra? Then, uh, I guess Rex is his name. He's looking for Pyra. I can't find her anywhere. And then, uh, you come to Pyra, Pyra, like, um, I gotta do it. Oh, Hey Rex. Um, I found, I, I got, um, I got this invitation, uh, to, to smash. Yeah. And man, I was just, the disappointment in my face was just immense. I just felt so defeated. Um, I thought if anything, we, you know, (laughs) the day before Twitter, the day before the direct, uh, Dante was trending on Twitter and, you know, well, I mean, I, I guess that's not really indicative of, of the likelihood of him being in it, but you know, it's, it's a clear indication of at least the, what majority of the fans want. I would say maybe that's not the best accurate representation, but you know what I mean? At least it's a good, um, gauge gauge or indicator if anything. So, so we get Pyre, Pyra, uh, she at the same time, though, she does look pretty cool. Like she does seem like she's pretty fun to play, but uh, this is like, this is like what the, the 20th anime sword fighter in smash. I mean, I'm, I know Dante is a, is a sword fighter too, but at the same time, there is a lot of potential where he could have been very diverse in terms of, he has sword master. Um, I forgot the gunslinger. Um, I gotta do it. Swordmaster, Gunslinger. What was the other one? Royal Guard, Trickster. You're welcome. Um, so you had those. You know, he could. He has all the the diverse set of weapons. You know, Agni and Rudra. Got a uh, Cerberus. You know, you got the uh, Beowulf. You know. I mean, other games made slight deviations off of them, but essentially they were more or less uh, kind of the same weapons, even though five really went off on it. They they went off. They went off the cuff and I appreciate them for it very much. Um, so you have all those diversities and, you know, especially c- considering like his how he plays in like Marvel vs. Capcom three. It, the, the the possibilities were endless. You could definitely make him a very viable, fun, interesting character that 
also sets him aside from, oh no, another typical um, sword character <laughs> in Smash. So to to that defense, I mean, to that, that case, that is my defense against that statement. Um, I mean, she could switch to Mithra too, which I guess those are two people that assist you in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Again, because this is somebody who's never played those two games. So <sighs> we just have too many anime made uh, knife sword characters. I mean, <sighs> let's get this, this, this diversified up more. Something. I'm just saying. So I forgot how many we have left. Um, Smash Pass 2. So let's see. So we got Min Min, Steve and Alex, Sephiroth, and now uh, Pyra Mithra is the ninth character. So we have two left. Two left. I believe the, 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 um, time frame was uh, all before this year I think by the end of this year or something like that so yeah yeah I don't I mean them, them two characters can be fire I mean I feel like they had to have gotten the worst out the way with uh, Pyramithra at least from kind of you know uh, put my ear to the ground, if you will, in terms of uh, other people, uh, in terms of their interest of it, I would say is this is probably one of the weaker characters. But I mean, there's a lot. I, it seems like a lot of Xenoblade uh, Chronicles fans really are happy for it to be in. So, on that respect, I am happy for you. But at the same time, another damn anime sword character in Smash. We've had enough. Stop it. I said enough. <laughs> I'm over it. Stop. Please stop. <laughs> please, please stop. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you. But at least Pyramithra, like Pyra is the, you know, she's a flame based. It seems like she's more hard hitting and then Mithra is like lightning based. It looks like, and she has a more quicker, faster text, which is pretty cool. So I'm a mess with her, but I mean, I'd rather mess with somebody else. I'm just saying, it's like, I'm gonna take it, I guess <laughs> as I, as I already paid for the season pass. So <sighs> yeah, well, you can't, you can't win them all, you know. Hey, them, 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 them uh, Xenoblade Chronicles fans, even though Fire Emblem and Xenoblade Chronicles. I mean, even as a fan of Fire Emblem, I'm like, come on now. This is a little, we got a little too many. We got too many Fire Emblem characters in here, right? We need to, need to, uh, need to mitigate, mitigate all these people coming in. <laughs> um, next in the in the direct, they also um. I think a, literally a surprise to no one. Fall Guys uh, is getting ported to the Switch summer 2021. 
totally a perfect game for the switch. Uh, you know, cutesy, easy to, to access, very simple controls. Um, it's a, it was a given, it was a given. It's also, uh, coming to Xbox as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you want to fall, fall, if you're a fall, if you want to fall and you're a guy, Hey, <laughs> your, <laughs> uh, your wishes have been granted. Uh, then Outer Worlds coming in, uh, summer 2021. Personally, I tried out this game before. I was not a big fan of it. Maybe it was just something that wasn't clicking with me. Maybe I wasn't in the right headspace. I don't know. But I hear this is one of the best games ever made. I just couldn't see it. I just couldn't see it. Maybe my glasses were, um, my glasses were a little too foggy or something. I don't know. But there you go. And then there's two fam Famicom Detective Club games um, coming to Switch as well. I guess these were like from 1980 something. 1980, uh, 1988, I want to say. Something like that. Um, but basically, long time coming. It seems like that's kind of up my alley. I, I, would, I could kind of be in the mood for that localized and modernized May 14th then Samurai Warriors 5 uh, that's definitely on my radar I've been uh I've been at least lately out of the um, Musu game but uh, you know what I'm looking to get back in <laughs> like I'm in a I'm in a uh, action movie I've been out the game for a while I'm looking to get back in uh, no word on if this is going to be multi-platform. I would assume so. Maybe at the worst, it's probably time and exclusivity. Uh, to be honest, it looks pretty good for the switch. I like the, the, the design seems to really suit the switch a lot. So we'll see how it turns out. But I would assume at some point, at least we're going to get this for other platforms since that's always been the, the norm. Um, yeah, so then Legend of Mana, uh, is getting ported to the switch. It seems to be up and, uh, uh, not, not remade, but up uh, ideally where it seems like the sprites are the same, but the environments are different. So that's cool. I've never been in, gotten into the mana series, but I hear this is from the PlayStation, uh, this was originally on the PlayStation and is now getting ported to Switch, so it's probably likely gonna come to the other platforms as well. Uh, we got a new Monster Hunter Rise trailer, and it was spectacular. Got a couple of um, couple of new new monsters, um, new and returning monsters. Uh, we got the. What is it? We got Basarios. I know he's been in stuff. I think we already, I think they confirmed devil, devil, not devil, yo, but, um, uh, what is the, um, damn it. Not Rathalos. Demon something. Devil. Devil something. The, 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 the wyvern that, uh, charges at you like a bull. And I cannot remember it for the life of me. Demon knows something. You know what I mean. 
Then we got Rock Rockna Kadaki. Rockna <laughs> sound like a <laughs> sound like a teacher reading kids' names for the first day of school. <laughs> Rockna Kadaki. Uh, <laughs> here um Rockna Kadaki. So it looks like the BAA um subspecies of the uh Nursilla, I think. I think there was a spider before that too, which I can't remember, but either way, um, Rachna Kadaki. <laughs> I, I keep, I keep, I keep questioning how I'm pronouncing it. Uh, but Hey, there you go. We got a spider's back spider's back. Oh uh, yeah. He's gonna fucking fucking web you and disable you. And then he, oh, and he got fire. That ain't right. So he's a fire spider. That's that. That sounds dangerous. Basario's back. He looks pretty, pretty similar. Volvadon. Volvadon, the armadillo. I think he, he wasn't in world. In world, but of course he was in our ultimate. I think that's his last appearance. Uh, They show the new locale. Well, I guess more or less kind of the, the monster hunter standard monster hunter standard of locales where I think what we seen the the standard like starting locale which is pretty neutral and then I think they showed the icy locale and then now they're showing the um desert locale um and they also I think they showed the volcanic locale as well and they're showing all all mood moodron all moodron all moodron gotta do it all moodron <laughs> man i felt kind of powerful when i said i need to do it one more time all moodron oh that's kind of like that's kind of like optimus prime all moodron roll out it could use some work but uh all moodron uh he looked kind of cool He's like a um <laughs> a poopy poopy dragon. <laughs> That's not like an immature little kid. Oh, is that a that dad, can we play with the with the poopy dragon? I don't know, son. I don't know about that. So he seems like very mud based and he can raise these mud mud pillars. It seems like he's got some potential. He looks to be like a distant um subspecies of possibly nurse mm-hmm. what is it nurse Nur not nergigante i want to say that but not that and i already said nursilla najarala najarala looks somewhat like a distant relative to some extent of that um but it's his own thing and then they go into the rampage mode, which they still don't explicitly state what it is, but it looks to be like a mix. It looks like it's a mix of, and it's like hard to, to define actually. It's like there's more than one monster that comes in the area and you're defending an area for sure. That's what it looks like. So you're defending an area. Actually, I'm going to play this in slow-mo. I want all these details. What is super slow? 
So yeah, you got Anjanath. I don't even think that they confirmed him yet. Anjanath. What is that? That looked like a new monster. Maybe that's Mitazune. So you got Mitazune, uh, Anjanath. It's like three monsters. Rathian. Yeah, three monsters. You're defending a location. It seems like you're trying to protect, defend uh, your lo- lo- your your home from getting breached to some extent. And then you got this dude hitting a gong. I don't know what that means. Just it's like it's like five. You got a uh, Kezu. You got this monster. I don't think I've, that's a new one. And you got this other dude flying. That's like three. So it seems like three monsters at a time. It feels like it might be potentially a survival thing. How long can you last until, uh, how many monsters can you defeat? And how long can you last until they breach your home? Maybe. Cause I'm curious what, def- what separates this from like, let's say a standard hunt where, you know, you know, some hunts you can hunt like a ton of monsters at once. So like in this one, they're showing like two of those new spiders that I can't remember because the name was hard to pronounce. And they're, yeah, they keep trying to breach in. So that's telling me, that's telling me it's, um, it's definitely some defense, but to what extent? This was actually pretty dope. Got to do with the switch X. He just, he just parried this damn, the, the monster I can't pronounce, the one with the horn, <laughs> like a black dad. And with what, what, what a damn monster with the damn horns. Which one is that one? I'm like, is it, it's a lot of them, dad. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> and then they show, uh, the monster mountain or what do they call it? Monster control i forgot what it's called but basically the rajang is back so uh you know get ready to throw them controllers out of frustration i guess they show an apex so they did they did confirm that apex or it pretty much confirms apex monsters are going to be in this now as well And then at the, at the end, they show the, the, the two girls or the, I forgot what they call them, but basically the two assistants, if you will, at their village, it seems like maybe they can partake in the, in that mode maybe, or most likely probably if you're playing single player, you can probably get assistance from them or something like that. I would guess, but it's looking great. It's looking great. I don't know what this is, this mode is for sure, but it's looking great. It's looking good. So yeah, you got that. Um, Mario Golf Super Rush. <laughs> uh, not my cup of tea, but hey, um, you know I know there's some hardcore fans out there. Uh, it did one of those modes look did look pretty cool where. I think they call it speed golf or super golf where basically you golf and when you, um, what do they call it? See that just shows how much I know about golf. When you hit, when you hit the ball, (laughs) 
when you hit the ball and you run and get it. So basically you hit the ball, run and get it, hit it again, run and get it, try to hit it, hit it the fastest to the goal while you're running uh, after each hit or something like that. That's the least impression I got from the uh, trailer. Tales from the Borderlands coming to the Switch. Capcom Arcade Stadium, um, which had an assortment of arcade titles, but I don't know, man. It's like this this doesn't even feel worth it to me because it doesn't have the Punisher or Aliens vs. Predator. So it's nothing to me. I'm still going to download it, though. <laughs> it's free. I think it's like a... It's like a weird cabling tier in terms of how you can buy it, I believe, where you can get, I guess, different packages that cater to, you know, the genre you prefer. I'm assuming there's like a beat em up pack and then a like shoot em up, shoot em up pack or something like that. So you got that. Stubbs the Zombie, Rebel Without a Pause, Pulse get support. So this is, um, this is a game back in, the. Uh, I forgot how you define the generations now. Basically, the PS2, Xbox generation, um, they're porting this in, and boy, it does look rough on the Switch for some reason. I'm assuming maybe it might be the same for the other consoles because they did confirm also coming to the Xbox and the PS4. And of course, No More Heroes 3. No More Heroes 3. Got a trailer. It got a trailer. Moe. Um, and it's great. You saw, saw some good, a good, a good amount of gameplay, a very, very generous amount of gameplay. Um, a lot to divulge. I'm playing that slow. I'm playing this slow. You hear me? I'm playing it slow. So of course, you know, the plot then, yeah, it seems like it has a lot of cool, uh, things you love and know from the series, signature combos, the beam katana, assuming you probably get, uh, various other ones. I think I saw he had a super long beam katana. Um, Hey, Hey Mel. Um, yeah, he got the wrestling moves doing suplexes and shit. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness cutting them up yeah he had a super long one and it did confirm that like the uh i guess the typical game flow of the previous no more heroes is back where you basically do various odd jobs to earn enough money to um buy in to the next ranking fight which is essentially the next boss or level if you will and then like i guess uh standard game fashion it's kind of unknown if they're I don't think they confirmed if it's going to still be like free, free Roman, like the first one, or if it's going to be, um, what is it? Free Rome, like, uh, the first game or more, what's the word more, um, linear, like the, um, like two, um, both I thought were okay. I mean, both had their like plus and minuses, I'd say. Um, I will say out of the two, I did mm, slightly like, the second one more because it was more structured. Um, there were like collectibles and stuff in the first one though too. So, I mean, 
it's kind of give or take. I say if they did free roaming, it would, um, if they did more with the worlds to make it more, I guess, livelier, that might work. But I don't know. I think otherwise, I think going linear would probably be the way to go. So we'll see what they do with that. Um, but yeah, they have like some of the, the, the weird odd jobs in here, like picking up various trash, <laughs> mowing the lawn. Uh, what else? Uh, this is a new one. Rock, rock mining. Now I guess he's, I think this is gameplay where he's riding his bicycle <laughs> bicycle is motorcycle. And then of course the ranking fights. It's man, Ugh. I'm sorry, man. I am a sucker for Suda 51. Uh, I'm just going to say that right now. Just the weirdness is just, it's just up my alley. It's like some almost on uh, some adult swim level type stuff. Like <laughs> out of nowhere, they're playing this game of, uh, it seems like musical chairs. I wonder how that's going to come into play. And then there's like this creepy vibe of, I guess, I think what I heard is this is a reference to one of, um, the older games he was playing or he, um, he did make back in the day. Um, and then a freaking final fantasy seven reference, uh, with the, with the font and, uh, you know, UI is so good. And now nah, he's a, he's a goddamn robot. He's a goddamn Mecca, Mecca Travis. Oh, oh, I mean, come on. This is like, this is like a weebs dream. This is a weebs game. You know, you got Travis going, butting his head against this alien monster. They just, they just haven't, they, oh, they like, oh, I'm about to beat your ass. Oh, I'm about to beat your ass too. <laughs> if you guys want me to narrate, <laughs> narrate, uh, narrate any games. I got you. Uh, then I guess this is a new addition. They showed his, they have his death glove, um, which I guess the, it pretty much technically got introduced in, uh, Travis strikes again. And now it seems to be fully utilized where it seems like you can do various, uh, mechanics with it. Like it seems like there's one with his hand. There's like a time looking one, which I'm assuming slows down time, a foot one, which looks like it presumably maybe, uh, gives you faster speed. I don't know what this pink one is, but interesting, interesting. And you can uh, upgrade all that. Oh, 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 I want it all. I want it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. That's so good. It's so good. I'm sorry. It's so good. August 27th can't come soon enough. Uh, that is when the official release date is. Um, it does, I admittedly, it does look a little rough. Um, so who knows? Maybe we'll get that, um, that switch pro by then. What not? Who knows? Who even knows? But it looked a little rough, but who knows? I mean, this could be just pre-built. This may not, obviously is likely not the finalized game. There's probably still some, uh, polish that could be done to like bring it into full realization if you will. So 
There you go. There you go. Um, and then right after that, which is a pretty actually interesting game that like, it is just so weird and unique that it's like totally piqued my interest for sure. Uh, neon white. You hear that distinct voice of Steve, Steve, uh, Steve Bloom out of nowhere. Um, it is super weird. It's like a shooting game with cards. You get uh jumping flash vibes, definitely killer seven vibes. If you played that, um, I, that's, that's at least my first instinct for sure. Um, I guess with the whole assassination kind of vibe and just the weird zooky, uh, kookiness, but it is weird. It's like cards. And then on top of that, there's like, it seems to be like, uh, what do you call those games? Romance games, whatever, where you're talking to people. It seems like there's maybe some interest there. It is just weird enough to be very interesting for me personally. So this is supposedly supposed to come out <laughs> summer, which is oh no winter, which is uh pretty much now. So don't know what's up with that, but neon white. I'm interested. I'm interested. Uh, then what after that DC superhero girls team power, it was very meh. Um, probably maybe not going for my demographic. That's for sure. Uh, plans versus zombies battle for neighborville. I thought this was, um, I guess is the sequel to the garden warfare one, I think, or maybe this is totally different. There was a Miitopia, which is basically like a supposedly an RPG where you use your Mies as like the characters. Ugh, that does not interest me at all. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious if I, I would, I would like to know of a person that is very hyped and interested for that, that particular game. Cause I don't know if they do they, um, they probably do. I think anything there's probably a, a big enough fan. Animal Crossing New Horizons. There's a Mario theme items. I I guess the biggest I think surprising one for a lot of people is the uh, warp warp pipe, where I guess you can. I believe you can like use it anywhere within your Animal Crossing village, so you can get probably really creative to that extent. I'd assume as somebody who who's not actually out. <laughs> That's always been my problem with creative games like Minecraft and stuff like that, where it's like, personally, I like direction in terms of like, I have a set goal I need to do. Um, Cause if I feel like I don't have a goal, then I don't feel necessarily any encouragement to play, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's always been my issue with like fully creative games where it's like you have no direction where it's like, um, all right, go ahead. Like, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. So, uh, which is why I did uh stick with animal crossing. Cause there was a sub goal technically, at least cause technically I reached the credits with, uh, I think the goal ultimate goal more or less is to get a uh, Tom, is it Tom Nook? No, a KK slider to your Island. And then I saw the roll credits. So I was like, Oh, all right, I did it. 
And that was it. And that was like 40 hours. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm okay with that. Of course, there's stuff you can do after the game or end game technically, but more or less. <laughs> and then this, <laughs> uh, this game, probably one of the best titles of all time, <laughs> Project Triangle Strategy. Like, let me even try to like, <laughs> Project, Project Triangle, Triangle Strategy. Strategy. Like, uh, kind of, I mean, if you put some, if you put some confidence behind it, Project, Project Triangle, Triangle Strategy, Strategy. Uh, it kind of works. Uh, I mean, if it, uh, I mean, it, it, it isn't the, the, you know, the, the, the final title, but it's funny either way. <laughs> Trundemonic. Project Triangle Strategy. No, that goes better. Project, Project Triangle, Triangle Strategy. Strategy. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little, <laughs> I got a little depressed after that. <laughs> got a little depressed at the end, but you know. Um, Star Wars Hunters. Uh, they said this is a third person Star Wars shooter. I guess. Okay. Um, Knockout City. This is like, it was like a weird ass trailer for this. It felt very, um, I feel like the word I want to use is obtuse. Let me actually <laughs> do some, re- <laughs> I, I've been guilty for using words that I don't actually know that I've like sound appropriate. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Not insensitive or slow, uh, slow to understand. I, I wouldn't make an argument that that would be the case. So I think I luckily did use it correctly. I do feel obtuse is a pretty accurate statement for knockout city trailer. So basically it started off with all these like random generic, you know, characters of subtype of game. You had like a U.S. military dude. Um, you had, uh, 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 what 16 bit, uh, girl you had, um, uh, a world of Warcraft orc. I mean, that's pretty much the, the best, uh, oh, I guess a orc, but it looked like it just came from world of Warcraft. You had what, uh, <laughs> the joke I think was going around lightning from final fantasy, uh, 13. Um, so you had all these people, they're like doing this weird, like uh mock interview where they're like, you know, we're not in the game right now. So you can let your real self go or whatever. So, you know, they're talking about all this random stuff and like, you know, what do you want in the game? I want a game where you can, you can, uh, I forgot what they said, but you can like, <laughs> I'm totally ridiculously paraphrasing. You could beat the shit out of somebody with a ball or something. I think, um, probably that's probably not accurate, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. So you have that. And then they start showing a gameplay of the actual game, uh, where they show the dude throwing, um, a dodgeball at a person. You're like, oh, okay, so this is a dodgeball game. And that's pretty much what it was. And then they, they were just showing it in the perspective of these people, which just didn't really make sense. Why would you, it was just, it was unnecessarily meta for no reason that even paid off at all. It just, I think confused people more than actually got them interested. But at least from the gameplay standpoint, it did seem, um, it did seem pretty damn interesting. So like, cause I don't think it's, it's not that many 
dodgeball games like I think the River City games and yeah like throwing dodgeballs uh one cool thing is like I think maybe it depends on the character but you can like you can pass the dodgeball you can also turn yourself into a dodgeball I think I'm not sure if that's dependent on a character ability or something um glide and then turn yourself into a rolling. Yeah. So then he threw the ball at the other person and they did this special move where they turned to a bomb and it, it definitely, it looks pretty fun though. It looks like playing it will be pretty fun, but I do not get the perspective of having these game characters playing as you got, you got a football dude, Max Splints. I got to do it. Max Splints. <laughs> that don't really, that don't really, that don't really change. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It, from a marketing standpoint, it could have been, uh, I think kind of a little bit better. The trailer was, uh, just unnecessarily misguided. It felt like, but you know, uh, Hades getting a physical release. You got the compendium. So you got the physical, um, that yeah they called it a compendium where you have um pretty much all the characters in the game so you know hey if you think in Aphrodite you know oh, man she looking real cute hey you can lick the page all you <laughs> you can lick the page all you want lick <laughs> lick the page until the ink <laughs> until the ink falls off What is very funny about that is like I can literally see somebody doing that. <laughs> literally just bought that solely for that reason. Just to just to look 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 the page with Aphrodite on it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the fact that somebody is more for sure gonna do that. Uh, I hate it so much. I really do. <laughs> Uh, like right when they get at home, they're like, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, worth, worth the price of admission. I don't like it at all. I just want to, I just want to let that be known. I may have put in the universe, but I don't like it. World's End Club, which I guess is a, possibly a sub story of Danganronpa. I'm probably wrong, but I, I believe it's made by the same people that made Danganronpa and Zero Escape. So you got that. Um, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Um, so basically, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, uh, Sigma Two, and uh, Gaiden through Razor's Edge. Um, at least initially announced for the Switch, but it's also coming on Xbox One, PS4, and Steam June tenth. So I hear at least for the Sigma games is kind of, um, divisive. I believe in some of the games, the original version is considered better for some strange reasons, which I'm not sure. Uh, I think, I believe part, part of the, the, I guess, uh, disdain for the Sigma versions is that like they're more toned down in terms of violence and blood and gore, which I mean, that's admittedly kind of a shame 
Um, Sigma 2 over at least folks in the thread getting their input on it. Yeah, I'm curious. Now I'm very fascinated. Why is... just the differences because I think we can no. because I know there's some pretty there's a lot of added stuff but I think uh not as hard kind of Sigma two is a complete redesign of the main game. Yeah. So there's no dismemberment blood. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of differing opinions and, and it varies between the two games. It seems like. So basically it's easier on Sigma. Yeah, it seems like just some mechanics make the game easier when you're playing Sigma versus the vanilla games. Huh. Yeah, in certain aspects. But less health, less damage. It seems to be all over the place, really. It seems to be kind of um kind of divisive. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like either way, I mean, it's definitely good we had. I think it's <laughs> probably the, this, these are probably stuff the, the general public, uh, the general public wouldn't even care about, but, um, yeah, I think it's very divisive. That's probably it. Some people probably have a issue with one or the other. Uh, yeah, I'd have to, I haven't played the Sigma versions. I played the vanilla versions. I played vanilla one and two and, um, razors. No, the original three, which was pretty bad, but I hear razors edge is much better, but some people are claiming the Sigma versions aren't, aren't as good as the vanilla versions. At least it seems like in terms of, um, specifically, specifically like uh game differences in terms of like structuring of the game or I, I would assume pacing in terms of enemy layouts and stuff like that which i think that gets a little iffy but at least for what it's worth uh then the official dlc expansion pass for hyrule warriors age of calamity <laughs> which i think understandably so pissed off a lot of people because 
clearly Nintendo Direct, you're expecting some some heavy hitters. And hey, guys, hey, Legend of Zelda, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. All right, all right, let's go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bravely Default Two. I think that's coming out this month. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. That's coming out as well this month. Um, eh, it looked okay. I'm not sure about the d- design at first. It seemed okay, but now the more I'm looking at it, I don't know. Uh, saga frontier remaster. I guess this is like a big series back in the day to some extent, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Apex legends, March 9th. Uh, I have to say for the switch is looking real rough is looking real rough for the switch. Uh, it's looking real blurry. That resolution looking real low. Feel like <laughs> seem like that game is like like playing at six forty by uh eight hundred or something like that. <laughs> resolution wise, cause boy, I mean it's running though. I mean it's running though. I can think they said there's like a two two XP weekend or two XP event for two for the first two weeks. Uh, if you play it on that platform, I feel like I might potentially just play it out of just genuine pure curiosity of how it actually runs, but it's definitely going to be 30 FPS. You can kiss that 60 FPS buttery goodness. Goodbye. If you plan on the switch, unless we get a, a switch pro or whatever, whatever that will be. If that, if that ever, <laughs> ever comes to be and then. <laughs> This is probably the biggest killer of the, the, the event actually. They freaking they uh they brought the director of Breath of the Wild Breath <laughs> Breast of the Wild. Wow. You know what? There's probably a porn that probably is that. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh Breath of the Wild two, uh the director, uh he uh showed his face. Uh what did he say? He's like, Hey all. Um uh, I'm super paraphrasing. Uh, I know that uh, seeing me, you think uh, that you will get more news on Breath of the Wild too, right? Well, actually, we won't. <laughs> I was I was kind of messed up, but I mean, it's like I guess it, I guess you really it it really was no way to kind of um I don't know come come off better about that. Um, but yeah, he's like, unfortunately, uh, we have no news at this moment regarding the game. We're still working hard at it and we'll let you know later in the year, something like that. But what we do have for you is Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD on switch. And I think, uh, I'm not sure of the general reception of Skyward Sword. Actually, let me check Metacritic. As somebody who's not actually gotten fully into Zelda, to be it's one of my uh, shameful, my uh, my guilty uh, guilty um, guilty backlog games for sure. Um, what is it? Let's see, Metacritic. I hear at least is not one of the best. Uh, I don't know. 93 on Metacritic for the Wii. I mean, at least at the time. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's technically at least, uh, from an aggregate review standpoint, it's pretty good. But I mean, I feel like when you're comparing Zelda's, it's like almost they're all good games. I would assume. I don't As somebody who's not fully beaten. Yeah. Have I not fully beaten a Zelda game? I have not. I put like 20, 20 hours in the breath of the wild. Never got, came back to it. I put a lot of time into, uh, probably roughly the same ish or, um, what was it? Uh, the super Nintendo one, but I played the game boy advance port version, a link to the past. And I got like to the underworld and then <laughs> this was when I was way super younger, but <laughs> I was, uh, I was crossing the street to get my hair cut. And then, uh, it was like a busy street, like a really kind of dangerous, busy street. I was running across the street to, uh, get my hair cut. And then like, um, how, how my pockets was set up, you know, I had, uh, my game boy advance SP, you already know, had it, you know, compact in my pocket, had a couple games and, uh, you know, I crossed the street and, uh, what do you know? I see my, uh, my legend of Zelda just, just sitting there waiting for its immediate uh, inevitable doom. And, uh, sure enough, like a whole, um, a whole onslaught of cars came and just destroyed it. Like, Oh my God. Oh, and that just totally ruined legend of Zelda for me. I'm like, well, I'm not playing that again. (laughs) I mean, the cartridge was destroyed. I'm like, Nope, I'm good. Someday, someday I'll revisit and uh, face my demons of, uh, of the, the haunting of the backlog of legend of Zelda, at least from what I played, I was definitely very engaged and, uh, was enjoying my, my time, but that totally killed it for me, man. I was like, you know what? <sighs> well, looks like I'm not playing Zelda for a while. <laughs> I had admittedly probably sour my taste with the, with the whole Zelda series in general, to be honest. Yeah. Just that loss. Just, I don't know. Maybe I took that as a sign or whatever, but yeah. So <sighs> a little random trivia for you. Um, Splatoon three at the end, <laughs> we have one more game left. Splatoon three. It was a very weird trailer. It, it came off. Like I know there's a lot of jokes like fallout <laughs> Splatoon Splatoon fallout. Um, but yeah, it seemed to kind of insinuate that it's like, uh, it may be going to be more single player content rather than like the fully, fully multiplayer focus of the previous games. I think, I think for two, there was some DLC that was single player. I want to say, but, um, yeah. So you had, uh, you know, they, I guess the, the couple minutes of the game starting out where you create your character and you're. I guess your little companion, uh, you go on this random train where you got this fish that just hates life. And then you got the, your little companion. He's just, he's just chipper and giddy and, you know, excited for the world that awaits him. Um, and then you come, I guess it seems like a new location. It seemed kind of similar to, uh, the Splatoon two locale, but I think it's pretty different. And then that was it. Splatoon three. 
I think they show a little bit of multiplayer gameplay, but nothing too different. But um, yeah, and that was it. Nintendo Direct, everybody. Um, seemed like uh, the, um, the Japanese Direct had a couple interesting uh, exclusive stuff. Uh, Shin-chan, a Shin-chan game. So if you were a fan of uh, Shin-chan, the little, um, little boy that like poke his booty out in front of people, that's, that's the only thing I remember from that. I know that show, it was syndicated on Cartoon Network. I think one of those early morning shows like with that and like Hamtaro and stuff, I want to say. I could be totally wrong. Caligula Effect 2, I'm not sure about this one. I need to draw my memory. I doubt I've played this, but it sounds familiar. Caligula 2. Yeah, this is super Japanese. It's all it's always a high school. It's always a high school. <laughs> Can we stop this trope? Oh my god. Everything is in a high school. There are people that aren't in high school anymore, you know. There are people middle-aged living with, you know, daily life. How did I know it's freaking it's freaking set in high school? Oh my god. All of this childhood angst. What is our fascination with this? I don't understand. I'm sorry. I don't know why why I went <laughs> why I went off like that. I, I that wasn't it wasn't warranted. It wasn't warranted. You know, the, the the inner turmoils that students go through in you know in school trying to find themselves and you know not sure what college or life direction they want to go to go with it's tough I understand I'm sorry I shouldn't have shouldn't have um shouldn't have went out of place like that I apologize I sincerely do uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real quick with a uh, no more heroes three, man. Ugh. Henry Cooldown. So if you play the games, you know this is Travis Touchdown's uh, rival brother. Technically, um, this design they went they went kind of went off on it. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not sure about this whole third eye thing though. This little icon on his forehead. But uh, hey. And uh, let me let, let's just touch on the voice actors real quick. Uh, Robert Atkin Downs, the iconic character that brings Travis Touchdown to life greatly. I'm not sure about Max Middleman. I don't remember him. He might have been in the um, Travis Strikes Again stuff. Paula Tissot, Sylvia Crystal. Mark Allen Stewart as Henry Cooldown. I think he was somebody else before. I can't remember who it was before, but. Um, <laughs> Wooly Wool from a uh, from a uh, Wooly versus his <laughs> tweet was pretty pretty accurate as hell. It's like for sure <laughs> rival brother aesthetic. You love it, uh, Dante and Virgil. Uh, what's another iconic brother brotherly rivalry? I can't remember. Those at least are the ones that stand out for me personally. <laughs> Travis and Henry. Dante and Virgil. Ain't, Ain't that, that right, Virgil? Ah, <laughs> uh, let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, at least for 
the um, Zelda fans that were <laughs> immensely disappointed. I mean, on top of that, um, this is the 35th anniversary for Zelda specifically. Um, so a lot of people were definitely expecting something for sure, which, uh, yeah, it seemed like it, uh, yeah, we didn't get much for the 35th anniversary. I'm not sure when that exactly is, but I think it's coming up at some point. So I, my guess is that there's going to be like a, a, a specific direct kind of similar to the Mario 35th anniversary direct, where it's just going to be all Zelda related stuff and probably like a Zelda all stars. That would be perfect for me personally as somebody who's uh yet to get into like the, the classic uh, coveted uh, Zelda games like um, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and uh, those titles. So I'm a, I'm a hold out. I'm a hold out. Maybe at the, uh, some point play uh finish Breath of the Wild. And uh, yeah, um, but they it is highly rumored that uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess uh, Twilight Princess HD collection um, will at least for sure be um, ported. Um, I think it's still up in the air if Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask will be um, also in that mix, but I think it's been a, a long time uh, for those titles specifically. Um, uh, at least if we, if the Super Mario 3, Super Mario All-Stars Super Mario 3D All-Stars collections, any indication, I think that could be a possibility as possibility as well. Um, considering, you know, we, what we don't know about Breath of the Wild 2. So, uh, at least there's, you know, <laughs> you got Skyward Sword, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. Um, uh, at least this is a joke tweet by Andy Robinson on Twitter. For those disappointed with the Skyward Sword remaster, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are 100% coming this year. So that's at least one good 3D Zelda. I'm curious which one that is because I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I feel it seems to be very devi divisive in terms of uh, Zelda, favorite Zelda as well. I don't know. It seems like the consensus is between... Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. To, at least from, from somebody from the outside looking in. Uh, I think the three yes one, the um, a Link to the Past sequel, I think that's also been very coveted as well. But I have to do my research. See, um, do some research. Look on uh, the top favorite Zelda titles. Uh, also on Twitter, uh, Tom Phillips from Eurogamer, I believe. Yeah, Eurogamer. Um, he uh, replied to somebody's tweet um, from Cheese Meister. Well, look on the bright side. If you already have the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on the Wii U, there's no need to rebuy them again. And then uh, Tom Phillips like, see you in a couple months. Smiley face. Like, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the same guy. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Um. And yeah, 
that pretty much concluded the Nintendo Direct. Uh, no new hardware. Uh, they did. Nintendo kind of squashed that earlier. I think this year that there wasn't going to be any new hardware or the rumored, highly rumored Switch Pro, which we still don't know what that is. If that's just like a dedicated dock that will boost your already existent uh, Nintendo Switch, which I think that's probably the most likely thing because it would then put more focus on the home aspect or console aspect of the, the, the console, which most people want anyway. I find it hard to hard to believe that they would abandon completely abandon the, the, the switch, the already existent switch base, especially from a sales standpoint as well. Uh, considering how, how, uh, strong the switch is selling. Uh, I think it's even still beating it's, it's been, uh, hitting the top. I think it's technically been beating the, Series X and PS5 as well, because I mean, I think for the PS5 and Series X, they do also have the, I guess, adversity of having a limited supply and, and just coming out the gate as well. So trying to meet the, the supply with the demand that it's, uh, you know, probably exponentially out of this world because of the quarantine situation too. So there you go. Um, oh yeah, man, Metro fans, Metroid fans. I feel for you. I am sorry. My condolences. Uh, hopefully we'll hear some stuff. Um, nothing, (laughs) no, no, even not even a crumb, not even a crumb of Metroid news. Uh, that's tragic, man. It hurts. I feel for the, the hardcore fans for sure. Um, I know Metro Prime four had some trouble development where I think they pretty much had to do like a pull a Resident Evil four, where they had to basically go right back to the drawing board and start from scratch because, uh, at least what was presented wasn't good enough. So I'm guessing that most likely is what's factoring in on the development development hell, if you will, of, uh, Metroid. So feels bad, man. Nintendo fans are, uh, feeling it today. I mean, and, and, and I don't mean that in the best way. I mean, as a whole, personally speaking, uh, on the Nintendo Direct, it was very, very, very meh. It was very mediocre. I'd say it had, it had some highlights, you know, at least for me personally, uh, Ninja Guide Master Collection. Um, no more Heroes 3, at least uh, getting some more gameplay and stuff with that. Uh, Monster on the Rise, getting that new trailer. Um, Samurai Warriors 5 as well. Um, those are at least the highlights for me specifically, but not near enough, you know, to, uh, I don't know, like, um, the word I'm looking for, like verify a direct. I mean, but who knows? It seems like a lot of JRPG fans specifically, it feels like this is definitely calling to. So probably a lot of them are probably losing their shit now with some of these like super old 
remakes like uh, what was the one the um saga frontier remastered collection and stuff like that legend of mana is that what it's called legend of mana um port remaster so hey you know if if not for me i'm happy for all the people that uh got the games and announcements that they wanted though uh, especially of course Project Project Triangle Strategy. strategy. (laughs) Oh yeah, that demo is actually out too. I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna check that out. So basically, it's um, what you would call it, the um, Octagon Octopath Traveler with that design, uh, but as a uh, RTS. So, um, I'm uh, I dabble in RTSs. So, I mean, hey, that might uh, that might get me. So, cool. So that pretty much covers the Nintendo Direct. I really went in depth with it, but I needed to. I needed to criticize it. Criticize it. And, uh, you know, just just go into it. Reckless abandon. That's what you got to do. Okay, moving on. That MK trailer dropped today and I saw it and it was pretty good. I have to say, I have to say it was pretty great for a Mortal Kombat movie. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. Just to refresh my memory because it's been a minute. One one thing I do know that did caught catch me off guard, and uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it, is that they ripped my man's my man uh, Jax's arms off, uh, ripped them off like right at the beginning of the trailer. Like, what's up with that? Why you gotta why why they gotta why they gotta rip the black man's? <laughs> gotta rip the black man's arms off. What he do? Man, they just, 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 you know, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting too personally invested. I'm going into it, but, uh, so basically the trailer started off. Jax is investigating this place. It was all icy and stuff. So obviously uh sub zero sub zero pops his ass in and, uh, Jack's like, Oh, let me shoot you with this shotgun real quick. Sub zero, like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so like right when the shots come out, he, uh, which is pretty cool. Actually, he froze all the, the bullets and then the gun and then uh he grabbed his hands froze up froze his hands jack's like oh my god and i, I swore i heard steve steve harvey right then and there <laughs> um then he yeah busts his arms and trailer starts off from the perspective of this dude i think his name is ethan cole i believe it's ethan cole so he's some original character that doesn't exist or is new for this movie in the the MK universe, I guess. Uh I guess he's, you know, uh stereotypical character that's new to the universe like we are and is meant to provide us an insight on the story of the uh of the in background of the characters as if we're him kind of thing, I guess, which it's okay. If they do it right, I think it'll, it will, it will, it will work, but I don't know outside of that though. You know, I'm not sure about, about that. 
I liked it, Hex. I liked it. I liked it. I'm interested. I'm interested. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. I don't know. It's like some 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 games and movies. I could see that where it's like it's definitely a higher stand. But I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. I don't know. It's Mortal Kombat. I guess maybe my my expectations aren't as high, but even though Mortal Kombat does have some interesting story beats and stuff and, and narration in terms of like the single player stuff. So Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. Okay. All right. So, um, you got that. And then, uh, yeah, I guess he has this weird thing on his chest that got the Mortal Kombat icon. So I guess he's destined to be in Mortal Kombat or something like that. I guess he's an MMA fighter. And then, you know, I guess they go to this, the presumably the Mortal Kombat tournament, I guess that exists still or something. Then he has his premonition about about uh Scorpion. I guess his probably his 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 son, maybe. I don't know. They show, I guess, the scene of uh what's his name? Scorpion. He he like shooting people in the head with a spear and stuff. That's kinda cool. Stabbing people, ble- bleeding all on the on the shutters. But outside of that, you get Kano, Liu Kang. <laughs> you get Steve Harvey. Oh man. Ooh, those memes are gonna be like fire. <laughs> the memes are gonna be in full force. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. The Steve Harvey memes are gonna be relentless. I know it. Um <laughs> But you uh yeah, Jax has his uh cybernetic arm, so I guess they kind of redid his uh, origin story of how he got the arms because I think it was originally when he was fighting Kano or something like that. And he lost his arms that way to some extent. It was something like that. I'm I'm totally not fully versed on the MK lore, but I think it was something way back uh, where he lost his arms that way. Um, you got Kung Lao. You got Raiden. I'm liking it. And then, of course, you got Sub-Zero and Scorpion duking it out. You got Melina. I don't know. Melina looking a little weird, though. I, I, I'm i totally fine with the the ethnic change in terms of her uh, being black now. But the teeth not looking as a uh, her mouth not looking as a uh, her mouth don't do. You know, when they, when they say what that mouth do, I don't know about Melina, though. I don't know. I mean, in general, Melina mouth don't do, but. Her mouth is not as uh, terrifying as it is uh, in the game. So I believe the director said that there's more to it or something, or maybe there might be a origin story that would make her mouth more Tarkatan like the the games, but we'll see. I don't know about that. You got Shang Tsung. I think, is that smoke? That's what? I think that's smoke. That could either be smoke or sub zero, I guess they did have show. I think that's reptile. 
unless they're maybe a descendant of reptile or maybe they're taking like, uh, the inspiration of the inspiration of, um, I think one of the, uh, 3d mortal Kombat games did it where they did a more, I guess, uh, reptilian take on reptile. If that makes sense, where he looks more like a reptile than actual like ninja with reptile like abilities. But, uh, then they had Goro, Goro back. This was pretty cool. They had a uh, sub zero with the sword, uh, generating the ice sword. That's pretty dope. And then of course, yeah, uh, sub zero, um, scorpion duking it out in this ice facility or something. I'm not sure how I feel about the, um, I feel like they kind of referencing Scarlet to some extent. That's kind of cool. I ain't gonna lie where he, uh, cuts scorpion and, uh, in the blood comes out. He makes a dagger with it, stabs him. That's kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. He makes the sh- shoot th- throws his ass through the damn freaking freaking frost field. And then of course, mortal Kombat is not mortal Kombat without a get over here, which is, which is thankfully they put it in. You can't, that's a rule. That's a rule. You cannot have a mortal Kombat movie without a get over here. It ain't mortal Kombat without a get over here. And they did, they delivered. So, uh, then they just did like a straight up, like gore reel. It felt like towards the end where everybody just getting decimated. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you got Kano at the end. I finished him or something. He's like, Oh yeah, this is good. Got, got somebody's heart. Hey, I'm saying mortal Kombat, at least from what I expect from a mortal Kombat movie, it seems like this game is checking off all the marks. In my opinion, you got the blood and gore, you got the combat and hopefully good, uh, uh, fight cinematography, choreography. Um, and you got at least good references to the, to the games, which I think all things considered, at least going by this trailer, it seems like what this movie is going to have. So personally, I'm excited. Day one, day one. Also, it's going on uh, HBO Max, so no worry about risking your health for it, too. That's a given for me. If it was just a theater thing, I'm like, mm, yeah, it's going out the way. But thank God for this deal with HBO Max, because that's uh, that's day one for me, April 16th. So good job. Good job. And I, I think on Twitter, the director is really excited about, um, you know, the reception it's been, re- uh, he received from the, you know, response to the trailer. But I mean, it, from, from, a, from a Mortal Kombat, what I expected from a Mortal Kombat movie, this is delivering so far. We'll see when it fully comes out, but I'm excited. Probably one of the weirdest or concerning omissions though, is that there's no Johnny Cage. So I'm not sure what the what's going on with that. Uh, my, my hunch suspicion, I guess this is technically maybe potential spoiler territories. I think this, uh, who's that dude? Cole something, you know, I think he, his ass is going to get fatalitized. I made it up. Don't worry. He's going to get fatalitized. And then, uh, you know, there, we might get like a Marvel esque, uh, mid mid credit scene 
uh, where, you know, Johnny Cage makes some like corny one liner. It's like, uh, looks like you guys are ready for some combat. And then, you know, actually, I love that very much. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> After I see it, like, yes. All right. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Happily, happily walk out of a hypothetical theater if things were, you know, ideal world. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, let me let me brainstorm real quick. What would be a funny, funny one liner for for Johnny Cage to cameo? Um, looks like you guys need to get need to uppercut out of here. Um, uh, I guess he got over there and then he looked at the camera weird. I don't know. Hey, it could use some work. I'm sorry. Um, yes, I want it so much. I want it so much. I want it so much <laughs> or just, no, that wouldn't, that'd be kind of out of character for Johnny Cage, but like that, uh, cold dude is fighting somebody and then Johnny Cage comes out and then beats his ass and then, you know, punches him in nuts and then does the uh, iconic. Well, I guess that's sub zeros, but either way, he could just rip. Nope, that's Kano. I forgot. What is Johnny Cage's fatality? He could do the kick. He could do the uh, shadow kick through his chest and then, you know, uh, you know, fatality. And then um, Johnny Cage makes the comment like, Whoa, looks like uh, you're not going to be in the next movie. Ah, yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's that's definitely Johnny Cage breaking the fourth wall. Yes. Um, Director of Mortal Kombat movie 2021. If you're listening, hey, I'm here. Uh, I should be charging you for that, but. This time I'll make an exception just for the betterment of the movie to get the train going. And then after the fact, I uh, would like my royalties up front. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, moving on. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that's so good. That's so good. I love it. I love it so much. Um, Konami, that company, that company. So the rumors earlier, you know, a couple episodes ago regarding Silent Hill, the rumors of Silent Hill, um, Silent Hill, uh, coming back. They seem to keep getting more and more solidified, uh, because supposedly according to VGC, um, Konami is looking to outsource their, uh, IPs uh, to some particular publishers. So, uh, according to Andy Robinson, I've updated my silent hill piece with additional context on Konami strategy via well-placed sources. Konami cooled on outsourcing IPs after metal gear, solid survive and contra flops, supermassive silent hill pitch turned into dark pictures, um, plans to outsource Castlevania and metal gear solid Two. So I think that, uh, in of itself further adds credence that 
I think that, uh, I see that town, Silent Hill. I think it's time we're going back, y'all. We're going back. In my restless dreams, I see that town, Silent Hill. I feel like that's too, that's too aggressive. In my pleasant dreams, I gotta do it as a woman. In my pleasant dreams, I see that town, Silent Hill. <laughs> I don't know why I got nerdy, but you know what? I'm just gonna like, just keep it rolling. Um, yeah, I feel like Konami would be dumb to not not keep these IPs going because they, you know, they have such an installed fan base and uh, um, dedicated fan base that uh, it would be kind of dumb for them not to continue these series in some way shape or form it, at the very least making ports of the existing games <laughs> hopefully it's not anything like uh that silent hill hd collection for the 360 and ps3 because that was yeah let's not do that but keep it original and everything be good i think they lost the source code for that for those two games or something like that i think that's why it was so botched, but hopefully I can do something better. Maybe find some way to reverse engineer or something. I don't know, but I think that if, if either way that adds a lot of, um, validity to, uh, the blue point metal gear solid remake, uh, rumors as well as the silent hill rumors where I think it was rumored that that game is going to be, um, developed by, Sony or no, I think the studio that used to be team silent that I think went into made themselves into another studio or something like that. So I'm excited. Dare I say, dare I say I'm motivated. <laughs> so, um, Hey, there you go. There you go. Konami is back. Uh, you know, not in the, the way we, we, we don't want though, at least they outsource their stuff and we don't feel as bad of, you know, uh, hesitantly supporting their IPs or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Moving on. Um, I guess kind of sticking in the same vein. Bloober team is working on a horror title. For more than a year with a very famous famous publisher which also hints at silent hill so this could possibly be the the team that is working on the silent hill reboot or whatever it's gonna be we don't know of course but i don't know i feel like i really hope it's the team silent people or former team silent team that's working on silent hill that seems to make the most sense of who we want to reinvent Silent Hill will be the people that kind of know it best from development, developing it before. So, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's not true, but yeah. And then, then the fact that it's, uh, it's a psychological horror focus is the mention of the, the title. So we'll see. We'll see at least touching on that. Um, what else? Got my 
lost of next up. Moving on. No more heroes. One and two have been rated for PC. Been rated for PC. Just want to make that clear. So, um, again, I may be a No More Hero Shield, but I'm just saying. Haven't played No More Heroes. You should play it. That's all I'm going to say. It's a great game. Very satirical. <laughs> of uh, Very funny satire of being like a otaku or a uh, nerd, hermit, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Um, I've, I've, I've already, you know, praised this game enough. So, but. Normally, if it's being rated by the SRB, that's a pretty good indication that it's likely a given. And then also on top of that, it did get um, it is at currently on the Amazon Luna. If you know you want to just you want to torture yourself, I guess if you want to do that. There you go. If you want to torture yourself, by all means. I don't know why you would, but maybe you want to. I don't know. I don't know your life. Do what you want to do. You want to play on that? Play No More Heroes on a Amazon Luna with some weird. I, I, to be to be fair, I haven't never played on the Luna, so maybe it could be fine. But that's weird. And I guess that's also another topic to bring up is that I think these are one of the. This is a a weird trend that's going on where like games are now getting, um, they are getting this weird time exclusivity from a PC standpoint where you're restricted to only playing on streaming platforms until you're then able to play on PC, which is super weird because that just doesn't really add up, but whatever. So maybe that's why we haven't heard about any release yet. Um, as of now, but I feel like this definitely we're going to get this, it might potentially be after three comes out or probably before, but who knows? But I'm curious what they're going to do with the PC version. Uh, my biggest curiosity, if, if there's going to be like some, um, we, we remote support since I think technically the Wii remote works on PC, uh, cause that game definitely shines with the Wii remote nunchuck controller combo. But if they have some other, um, you know, motion equivalent that might be, might, uh, be equivalent. Uh, and then at worst, probably there'll be a awesome dedicated modder that might mod it into. So, I mean, there's a lot of options, but if you don't even care about that, um, I know at least speaking from the switch standpoint, the, the controller controls are actually pretty good and, and make a lot of sense as well. So, um, you guess you really can't go wrong anyway. So, I mean, worst case, you played on controller and it is still pretty good too. So you still feel the, the, uh, the immersion, if you will, from playing those games also. 
So there you go. Just a, just a PSA that, uh, you know, you've been, uh, been skipping out on no more heroes. I mean, you really pretty much have no excuse now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I've made my point. Uh, then coming this weekend, technically the second round of fighting, no Japan fighting game publishers round table round two. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Uh, it's coming February 21st, uh, 2 PM, uh, Japan time or JST. I wonder what does that translate to in is that that's today in 10 minutes from now? Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. So wait, no, let me, that's totally wrong. <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that. So Japan time to Pacific time. That would be February 19th at 2 p.m., I think. That seems to make more sense. I don't know about Japan time. I feel like they're so be like ahead of us. So that actually might be right. Either way, Japan fighting game publishers round table. I mean, from last last Japan fighting game publishers round table. It was some pretty decent stuff there. Uh, what we got, we got the, at least the initial announcement of King of Fighters 15. We got, um, we got, uh, Kunimitsu for a uh, Tekken. We got, um, what do we got? The warden announcement from for honor in, um, Shamurai showdown. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Street Fighter was a little kind of messed up, though. They was like, they just gave us an announcement for an announcement. So basically, we're going to announce what well, we're going to actually announce uh, uh, next Tuesday. So please, please tune in then. Like, what? Come on now. It's like you, you, uh, everybody brought something to the party and you just brought, <laughs> I brought myself. Yeah. I'm just saying. So hopefully, uh, hey. I'm going to put it in the universe again. Um, cure you for smash or no, actually cure you for Tekken. Maybe, maybe smash, <laughs> uh, put Kiri anything. I don't know if a uh, negotiate is the difficult person that's uh, not making this happen, but somebody needs to make that happen. Please make cure you for Tekken a reality please. And thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So there you go. Um, cool. So, uh, Xbox out of nowhere, um, they decided to just drop. They just decided to drop their damn headset out of nowhere. So, uh, I think announced earlier this week, they announced the Xbox wireless headset. 
Uh, and I guess the, the very interesting part is that actually they, it technically was revealed like way back before the series X was coming out. I think last summer, um, in the, the one trailer with, uh, is it Daniel Kalula, the guy from a uh, get out the main, the main character from get out. They, uh, you know, he was showing him, he was, he was, he was, he was in it. He was playing, he was jamming, he was getting headshots. He was getting, uh, Kilimanjaro's. And then, um, yeah, the whole time he's wearing at the Xbox wireless headset and nobody like noticed, which is pretty, I have to say pretty, pretty immaculate, uh, marketing, you know, depending on how you, how you see it. Uh, but you know, <laughs> especially with considering our current climate now in terms of like leaks and, uh, trying to find out details about stuff, people just totally wrote it off. Huh? looks like just a, just a generic headset. And then. Lo and behold, that was actually the headset he was, uh, he was at, he was actually, uh, using which, uh, Xbox did confirm as well. So crazy stuff, but it does have some compelling features as a, um, a traditional headset that might compete with a lot of others, especially at the price point of a hundred dollars. Uh, it does have, um, Bluetooth and I guess the Xbox proprietary connectivity, um, you know, functionality, uh, which a lot of like headsets at that price range do not have. So that's actually probably the biggest aspect going for it right now. Um, but we'll see when the reviews come out, how it actually does shape up, but at least from, at least off of what they're showing already, it seems to be even better than the pulse headset for the PS five. So we shall see pretty interesting though. Uh, sold out immediately, which is crazy for a headset specifically. Well, I, I guess the PS five headset also did sell out pretty quickly too. So I guess I can't really say that. I mean, <laughs> I feel like COVID is like totally like just made everything scarce. We still have the graphic card issues as well as the console shortage issues, as well as pretty much anything <laughs> pertaining to all those, whether it be motherboards, uh, CPUs, hard drive. Well, no, no, pretty much mainly mother. No, mainly CPUs, CPUs, um, uh, power supplies, interestingly enough. Um, so it's all bad, man. All these, we need to defeat the robots. <laughs> we need, we need to, we, we need, need to, to defeat, defeat the robots. robots. We need we to, to defeat, defeat them all. I just say that at a going to a Walmart and just say that and doing their <laughs> We need to defeat the robots. We need to defeat them all. <laughs> what? Who is this? Um hey, so there you go. Uh since I'm running over time, we're gonna skip. I was gonna go over the MPDs, but you know what? Maybe I'll save that for next episode. If it's uh not as not as popping as this let's get in real quick to um what i've been playing which has been uh call of duty <laughs> been been playing some modern warfare uh modern warfare real hard um it is great it is very great um i'm uh trying to get to rank 200 i guess that's technically the ideal cap you want to reach before the end of the season, which ends, but next week, 
So I'm at 180 right now. I'm, I'm going to get to that 200. Don't even worry about it easily. Um, I've been, uh, weirdly like getting, uh, getting the, um, getting all the medals, uh, for the camos out for the, uh, weapons as well. The weapon classes. I, uh, recently completed the LMG. Now I'm on to the, uh, marksman rifles. Um, I'm just begrudgingly doing this, uh, crossbow. It's probably one of the most hardest of the, uh, challenges I'd say, because the crossbow has a pretty, pretty steep learning curve, I say, but I'm working through it. I got all the long shots. I'm working on uh, getting the um, mounted kills, which is just, just annoying. Just <sighs> Infinity War, just, just stop making this tedious and, and dumb. And I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it because I just want to give myself direction. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> also, I was playing some Resident Evil 4. Uh, since last episode, I uh, went ahead, did all the mercenaries again. As I, it actually was, it's still fun as hell. I cannot even lie. Uh, just doing all those uh, those uh, challenges. And then um, also replaying Resident Evil 4 on Professional now to get that achievement and fully complete the game. I am, I, I, I cannot explain to you why I keep playing this game, but I mean, I can also say it's one of my favorite games of all time. So, I mean, if you put two and two together, you might get, you might get four. I don't, it's good. It's good. If you haven't played Resident Evil before, you probably should. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. And that's it. Uh, so Moving on to media real quick. Uh, WandaVision uh, episode six, I think, came out last week. Um, pretty interesting episode. Uh, spoilers from WandaVision if you haven't seen it. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Where? What? What? Uh, WandaVision. Um, this episode was, I guess, a Halloween episode. Technically, uh, you have a uh, freaking uh <laughs> Uh, Quicksilver from X Men, which is still I'm still trying to grasp that. Just the just the it actually happening. It's just it's still hard for me to grasp personally. But you got Quicksilver, and they're doing a format of kind of like uh, Malcolm in the Middle. I feel like that's the biggest reference in terms of the TV show. They're kind of a uh, um making fun of. So you have that, and then they're basically they go trick or treating. And then you get some hints about the the uh, the credence of the uh, Mephisto rumor of Quicksilver being Mephisto um, or basically not him actually Quicksilver. So we'll see if that comes to be in these next couple episodes. I think there's two episodes left. Uh, then the vision attempts to try to get out of the uh, field um, and then realizes that, uh, well, He's when he gets out, he slowly starts deteriorating. So that definitely, you know, solidifies that he's not alive, I guess, outside of her bubble. Um, so you get that. Um, what, what else was like really revelatory? Uh, the, the one rumored woman, Agnes, who might be the, the one, uh, witch or, uh, assistant to, uh, Mephisto, if all that comes to be in this universe, um, 
it was some interesting stuff they did with her that adds more credence to that. Yeah, she might not actually be under the mind of control like everybody else, that she might be just trying to play that role too. So, yeah. And then towards the end, um, uh, they pissed, they pissed off, uh, they pissed off Wanda real hard. So she got pissed and then she, she, that power was unleashed. She increased her bubble and it, uh, it got bigger and it, uh, engulfed what's her name? The one nerdy, nerdy research girl. Uh, she got sucked in. <laughs> She's like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then she got grabbed in who knows what's going to happen to her, uh, in this up next episode. So all in all, pretty good episode. Some lot of uh, new revelatory stuff. Um, it, it definitely keeps you on the edge of your seat about what's going to happen. Are they actually gonna, you know, uh, take the comments, uh, comics, um, from what has happened. And, uh, I think the biggest reference of this TV series is from, uh, I think the comic, you uni- uh, house of M I want to say, uh, in terms of the comic standpoint, if they're actually going to do it, if they're not, or if they're going to do a spin on it or whatever. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is, uh, I, I didn't think, uh, this was going to be that good to be honest. Like I thought it was going to be like very, very optional, but to be honest, it's very pivotable, um, pivotable, very, what's the word I'm thinking of that I forgot. Let's, let's just say important in the story of the next like Marvel related IPs and movies coming forward, which that's the one thing I always like about the Marvel movies, how they're all interconnected in some way, which it feels like this is uh living up to that tradition. So, uh, attack on Titan. I mean, it was okay. Um, it feels like it's starting to get, it's starting to lose its uh, steam in these episodes, or at least this one in particular. Well, the past few episodes were in this, I guess, I don't know. Interesting. Um, I couldn't even tell you what really happened in this last episode, um, they captured, uh, uh, Aaron. I think he, yeah, I don't think he was captured before they were thinking of what's his name was a proposing a, a scenario where they would, um, I think it was some weird intricate plan where they were kind of turn on themselves to some extent which that just shows you how much I, I, I took from this episode. So we'll see next episode. I don't know. Uh, then the boys, I finished season two, um, last Friday. I want to say, man, this show is man. Excellent. I really wish I, uh, I kept on, um, or I, I caught on this train when it uh, started, but Hey, I'm glad I got on when I, when I, when I did, um, cause man, I've, as somebody who's not, not familiar with the comics and stuff, uh, pretty, pretty damn fascinating, uh, in terms of not seeing this type of portrayal of superheroes, um, you know, outside of the Marvel, the standard Marvel stuff, but seeing like <laughs> superheroes that are like bad technically. And then that like kind of flips your head and thought process into like thinking about superheroes in that general term, like, you know well, more or less superheroes in a real realistic world rather than like a more or less fabricated one, which is overall pretty fascinating all in all. And just all the developments and uh, uh, it's pretty good. 
pretty damn good. Looking forward to, I, I think it's inevitable at this point, uh, season three, whenever that is. I think this season two was last year, like in December-ish, I want to say. So I'm ready. Whenever that comes out, I'm ready. I'll be there. I'll be there. And I caught some uh, some movies with some friends over the weekend. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I was like, I know that movie is bad. I watched it anyway, just out of curiosity and it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I think it's technically not canon anyway as well. So, I mean, there's really no reason to, I think that it was also during the deal with, um, uh, Fox, uh, making with Disney, which in turn, um, gives Marvel the rights back of the X-Men franchise. So, pretty much that was almost done. And then Fox was like, ah, look, we'll just release it anyway. So they, I think they could have saved the movie, but they just like, ah, well, we don't care. Ah, we ah, they ain't going to buy us anyway. <laughs> so you could definitely tell it very much. So had some cool moments, I guess, but overall pretty bad, pretty bad. And then, the the Hills have eyes, which is just, ah. I'm not a big horror movie fan. More or less, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was some, um, close to disturbing stuff. I'd say in there, uh, I guess they hit some themes of rape and, uh, you know, of course the traditional gory stuff, I guess basically the general plot is that you go to this, uh, this desert area and you're, you know, traveling and then, um, <laughs> this, this gas station, uh, clerk says, Hey, uh, if you take this shortcut in the, into the, <laughs> he winks in the camera, the hills, uh, you'll, uh, get there much quicker, cut like three hours of your time. <laughs> then, okay. All right. We'll do that. And then they, of course they do it. And then, uh, you know, all terror ensues after that, of course. So, you know, traditional horror movie tropes where it's like, uh, don't do that. And then they do that and then they do it again and then they do everything that you don't want them to do. And yeah, but has some interesting aspects to it in terms of like, I guess the perspective, if you will, don't want to go too much into it, but man, yeah, that's why I don't watch horror movies that much, but I made some exceptions. Actually, I've watched like all of saw and man, that's like, that, that, oh, that's like horror porn, man. My goodness. But yeah. So, I mean, I ain't no bitch, but you know, I mean, I'm not on my own accord going to watch horror. I mean, unless it's video game based, that's very weird to me, but unless it's video game based where I guess I have this like immediate fabrication that it's like not real and that there's no way it could be real, even though it's technically not real in in a movie form but yeah more or less and that's it that's been all of what i've been up to since last episode um and i think that will uh conclude episode 92 of swish's sites because we are way over time wow this is probably the longest episode i did i went all in on nintendo and it deserved it i'm just saying so um that's the wrong one every time um thanks for watching and or listening uh on your respective platforms i greatly appreciate it 
Uh, if you are listening on any of those platforms, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe. Any feedback is appreciated, good or bad. Um, you can also catch this podcast live on Twitch TV slash a switch where I ideally <laughs> stream, uh, at least as of late, kind of around seven ish with, uh, you know, uh, my job and other responsibilities, but Hey, I must still get these video out anyway. Uh, you can also catch, uh, recording archives of this podcast as well on YouTube at youtube.com slash a switch as well. And other than that, I think that will conclude it. Um, be, what is it? Uh, I forgot my, I forgot the slogan. Um, what is it? Damn it. It feels like it's been so long, but it's not, um, don't cough. <laughs> don't cough. Don't, <laughs> don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Um, get your game on. Oh yeah. safe.